Welcome to the Partners in Leadership Author Podcast Series. In this series, we're interviewing CEO and three-time New York Times bestselling author Roger Connors. The topic of this podcast is how do you suspend belief bias, part one. This podcast is less than four minutes in duration. Roger, what is belief bias? Belief bias is the instinctive, natural human tendency that people have to validate their current beliefs, ruling out evidence that suggests another point of view might be better. Behavioral scientists call this confirmation bias. People will not give up their existing beliefs very easily. That's a problem when it comes to getting people to change the way they think and act. If you don't deal with belief bias instinct first, you slow down the change process. Belief bias is one of the main reasons people resist change. When you suspend belief bias, you open a window of opportunity that allows you to change beliefs more rapidly, accelerating the change in the way people think and act. What do you mean by suspend belief bias? Suspending belief bias simply means that someone has agreed to consider changing their belief in favor of a more compelling, a more situationally correct belief. For example, a willingness to consider abandoning a current belief like, I can't speak up in meetings, for a new strategically necessary belief like, I need to share my perspective in meetings. So suspending belief bias accelerates the change effort. Yes. You might ask, when does true change actually happen? Most would say when you see people doing things differently. We would say it's when people start thinking differently. That's when true, lasting change occurs. How do you suspend belief bias? That's the critical question. We have discovered that the process of suspending belief bias requires a few simple steps. First, an effective presentation and discussion around belief bias in the right setting with the team does wonders to triggering a level of awareness that causes people to be even more willing to consider a fresh point of view. Our training process and workshops are designed to help us do this. That experience creates the opportunity for team leaders to create what we call type 1 experiences with their people. A type 1 experience, after the context of the change effort has been understood by the individual, will be the single most important factor in suspending belief bias. You talk about experience types in another podcast, but if I recall, a type 1 experience is an experience that you create where very little interpretation is needed. People just get it. Is that correct? I'm impressed. That's absolutely correct. Can you give me an example of how you create a type 1 experience to suspend belief bias? Well, one of the ways we suspend belief bias in the workshop is having the organizational leader fully participate in leading the meeting. Often people are accustomed to seeing the leader in the back of the room or leaving the meeting early for other events. Instead, we get the leader fully involved in leading the workshop. This creates the experience that they are serious about the effort and that they will be leading it. There are a number of other things that we do in the workshop process, the secret sauce of change, so to speak, to help suspend belief bias, including how we have designed our content, we use an experiential methodology, we rely on facilitated discussion that gets people having the right conversations, We use our expertise to identify opportunities to help move a group, persuading the group through examples and data and so forth. Thank you, Roger. Please play the How Do You Suspend Belief Bias Part 2 podcast to continue this topic. This podcast is a production of Partners in Leadership and is protected by copyright owned by Partners in Leadership. This content may not be used or rebroadcast without prior permission. For more information, visit www.ozprincipal.com or contact us at 800-504-6070.